0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have another edition of Colt's Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl.
1: And I'm Holly. I'd
0: like to welcome you to another wonderful, exciting edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. How are you, Holly? I'm doing well
1: and you, Carl.
0: Just a delightful thank you. We hope you guys have enjoyed our first of many of TM Transcendental Meditation. Yes, that's yes, correct. Got it. I've been fumbling over it for quite some time. But T M, that's right. But uh, we did drop something uh, coming up soon, I believe. Have we done it yet? Dropped the Sheila?
1: Oh, yes, we did drop that. That was an exciting episode.
0: Yes, yes, it was. Thank you, Bhagwan. Appreciate you.
1: was another addition to our wild, wild country.
0: Yes, a nice little closure, I would think, probably. I
1: hope not. I have (sighs) a feeling she might be doing another movie, but it won't be with her, but it'll be a dramatization.
0: Uh, Probably you you are correct. We hope you guys enjoyed that nice little break in between TM Thank you for reaching out to us. So, uh, by the way, just a friendly reminder that one of our Coltonites requested TM, and we want to thank that individual for that. Uh, speaking of Coltonites, if you want to reach out to us, please please feel free to reach us out at Facebook at Colts Coffee and Conversation. At Twitter, we have Colts Coffee Con 1. That is Colts Coffee Con and the number 1. And we also do have our website at Colts Coffee and, and, of course, we have our Old faithful email at cultscoffeeconvo at gmail.com. But wait, there's more, Holly. Take it away.
1: Yes, you can get your voice memo on your smartphone, record your message, and send it off to cultscoffeeconvo at gmail.com.
0: Beautiful. All right, Holly. Before we get into our cults and our conversation about the cults, Holly, we must discuss our coffee. What are you drinking?
1: Well, I decided to get a hot caramel macchiato upside in.
0: Ooh, sounds delightful. I'm drinking my nitro cold brew with sweet cream. Delicious. All righty, Holly, are you ready to get into it? I am. Okay, now this is going to be a little bit of a an interesting couple. We're oh, going to be two episodes of yes this. Yes, it going to be two episodes. This is part one, and we're going to go down to the... the um, popular involvement of a specific band that was
1: it was the most popular band in the in the 20th
0: century yes where they dabbled into tm
1: yes they did
0: okay holly would you like to share what the band is Yes, we don't know.
1: we're going to talk about the Beatles' involvement mm. with Transcendental Meditation.
0: Beautiful. already. And
1: this is in the uh, late 60s.
0: It is. It is. Are you ready to get down into the rabbit hole that is the Beatles with the TMs?
1: Yes, I am. Let's do it. Okay. So the Beatles attended Maharishi Mahesh Yogi's Transcendental Meditation Seminar in Bangor in Wales. But their stay was cut short on August 27, 1967, after they learned that their manager Brian Epstein had been found dead in his London home. Eager to explore meditation further, the Beatles made plans to travel to the Maharishi's training center in Rishikesh, India. Now, publicized as the Beatles guru, the Maharishi went on his eighth world tour giving lectures in Britain, Scandinavia, West Germany, Italy, Canada, and California. You notice it wasn't United States. It was just California.
0: (laughs) What a shock.
1: Okay, so Harrison introduced Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys to the Maharishi when he and Lennon joined their teacher at a UNICEF benefit in Paris in December. Wilson's bandmate, Mike Love, described the private lecture the Maharishi gave beforehand as awe-inspiring and, quote, the most profound experience I'd ever felt, unquote. Having long shared Harrison's interest in meditation and Indian religious text, Scottish singer Donovan also recognized the Maharishi as the guide they had been searching for.
0: Now, the mainstream press remained largely suspicious of Maharishi's motives. However, Lenin defended the Maharishi's requirement that his students donate a week's wages to his organization, the Spiritual Regeneration Movement, saying that it was, quote, the fairest thing I've ever heard of. So what if he is commercial? were the most commercial group in the world. Now, the Beatles were nevertheless concerned that the Maharishi appeared to be using their name for self-promotion. According to Peter Brown, who temporarily assumed Epstein's role following his death, the Maharishi was negotiating with ABC in the U.S. to make a television special featuring the band. In an effort to stop him, Brown twice visited the Maharishis in Malmo, Sweden, the second occasion with Harrison and McCartney, only for him to, quote, giggle in response. In Brown's description, Harrison defended their teacher, saying, quote, he's not a modern man, he just doesn't understand these things, end quote. Mm. hmm Lies. But he does understand. He the understands one week, money. <laughs> you know, said that one week of wages, baby. <laughs> All right. Especially their week's wages. Mm, must have been very nice. All righty, Aside f- from the celebrity musicians who now endorse TM, the Maharishi had gained the support of American film star Mia Farrow while in New York City in late January. Her separation from her husband, Frank Sinatra, Pharaoh accompanied the Maharishi to India in advance of the Beatles' departure from London.
1: The Beatles and their entourage traveled to Rishikesh in two groups. Lennon and his wife, Cynthia, Harrison and his wife, Patti Boyd, and the latter's sister, Jenny, arrived in Delhi on February 15th. They were met by Mal Evans, their longtime assistant and former road manager, who had arranged the 150 mile, six hour taxi drive to Rishikesh. Once there, the party walked across the Lakshman Hula footbridge, over the river Ganges, and up the hill to the Maharishi's ashram. McCartney and his girlfriend, Jane Asher, and Ringo Starr and his wife Maureen landed in Delhi on February 19th. Since the press were expecting McCartney and Starr's party after the first group's arrival, they were subjected to constant attention. As soon as Starr arrived, he asked Evans to take him to a doctor because of a reaction to an inoculation. As a result, Starr, McCartney, and their partner stayed overnight in Delhi and traveled to Rishikesh, with Evans early on February 20th. The Beatles arrived at the ashram three weeks into the course, which was due to end on April 25th. They were followed by a retinue of reporters and photographers who were mostly kept out of the fenced and gated compound. Evans and the Beatles' aide, Neil Aspinel, were there for much of the time. Alexis, quote-unquote magic Alex Martis, The Greek electronics engineer, who had been among the first to recommend the Maharishi to the band in 1967, arrived four weeks later. Dennis O'Dell, the head of the Beatles company Apple Films, also joined them for a brief time.
0: Now also there were Donovan, songwriter, Mike Love of the Beach Boys, and dozens of others, all Europeans or Americans. Farrell was joined by her sister Prudence and their brother John. Now, American socialite Nancy Cook de Herrera was also present in her role as Maharishi's publicist and confidant, a lifelong devotee to TM, and subsequently an instructor to many celebrities. Cook de Herrera later wrote that the Maharishi gave quote-unquote special attention to celebrity meditators, which she feared would feed their egos and be detrimental to the experience. Now, members of the press were barred from the ashram, except journalist Louis Lafemme, who wrote a feature article in the retreat for the Saturday Evening Post. Now, despite speculation, Shirley MacLaine did not attend the retreat, and Lennon decided against bringing his artist friend, Yoko Ono. Oh, hmm. I wonder why. Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> he already sure. had his wife there. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Located in the, quote, Valley of the Saints and, quote, in the foothills of the Himalayas, Rishkesh is a place of religious significance known as the, quote, yoga capital of the world and, quote, the Maharishi's International Academy of Meditation, also called Sharazi Kutia Ashram, was a 14-acre compound surrounded by jungle set across the Ganges from the town. 150 feet above the river, the facility was designed to suit Western habits. The Beatles' bungalows were equipped with electric heaters, running water, toilets, and English-style furniture. According to Cook de Herrera, the Maharishi obtained many, quote, special items, end quote, from the nearby villages, so the Beatles' rooms would have mirrors, wall-to-wall carpeting, wall coverings, foam mattresses, and bedspreads. She wrote that compared to the other students' bungalows, the Beatles' cottages looked like a palace. In Cynthia Lennon's description, her and her husband's bedroom contained a four-poster bed and a dressing table with two chairs and an electric heater.
1: Evans recalled there were around 40 staff, including cooks, cleaners, a joiner, and a full printing department. For the beetle's stay, four small stone-covered buildings had been constructed along the path from the main center down to the ashram gates. These dome-shaped rooms included a raised platform, accessed ladder on which each beetle could engage in advanced meditation. The ashram was surrounded by barbed wire <laughs> and the <laughs> gates were kept locked and oh. guarded. Mm. Although the Maharishi kept the media away from his famous students, He gave interviews to the press. To the Beatles' gratitude, he asked the reporters to come back after the band had a little time with the course. The days were devoted to meditating and attending his lectures, which he gave from a flower-bedecked platform in an auditorium. He also gave private lessons to the individual Beatles due to their late arrival. Harrison told Salzman regarding the Beatles' motivation for embracing TM, We have all the money you could ever dream of. We have all the fame you could ever wish for. But it isn't love. It isn't health. It isn't peace inside. Is it? In Salzman's description, Harrison had a genuine dedication to meditation, whereas Lennon's approach was more adolescent. He was looking for the answer. Well, there isn't the answer. According to Donovan, at the Beatles' first meeting, With the Maharishi, after arriving, an awkward silence filled the room until Lennon walked into the Maharishi and patted him on the head and saying, There's a good little guru. Everyone erupted with laughter.
0: Wait a minute, Tully. I have something to say. (laughs) Yes, Bhagwan, what do you got? You mean to tell me that he had a flower bedecked platform in an auditorium? Yeah, he did, but he did not have a throney chair, pretended. All right. All right. Good job. Good job. Alrighty. Now in the Maharishi's teaching, there were seven levels of consciousness, and the course would be provided students with experience in the fourth, quote, pure or transcendental consciousness. His lectures included stories and parables and comparisons between TM and Western practices, particularly Christianity. Now, he advocated meditation before prayer and said that Christianity's upholding of Jesus Christ's earthbound sufferings as a divine attribute was humiliating teaching Mm, and a distraction from self and God realization. Ouch. That's a shot.
1: Um, it's interesting because that's not what Christians want to be, is God.
0: Right. So the Maharishi soon canceled the formal lectures and told students to meditate for as long as possible. One student meditated for 42 straight hours. And Boyd said that he once meditated for seven hours. Now, Jenny Boyd also meditated for long periods but suffered from dysentery. Uh, She said Lenin also felt unwell, suffering from jet lag and insomnia. Now the lengthy meditation left many students moody and oversensitive. Several people on the course and the Maharishi were particularly concerned about Prudence Pharaoh's unwillingness to stop meditating. All the students wore native dress and the ashram had a tailor on the premises to make clothes for them. A woman in the Beatles party shopped in local towns and bought saris for themselves and material to be made into shirts and jackets for the men. The Beatles adaptation of traditional Indian clothing affected Western fashion when they wore them after going home.
1: Yes, I recall. I recall seeing them dressed in the Indian style And with the Indian fabrics.
0: Right, the the fancy shirts. Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: Vegetarian meals were eaten in a communal dining area where food was vulnerable to aggressive monkeys and crows. Yikes. (laughs) 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 Lennon described the food as lousy, while Patty Boyd said it was delicious. Menu items included chickpeas mixed with cumin seeds, whole wheat dough, baked over a fire, spiced eggplant, potatoes that had been pickled locally, and for breakfast, cornflakes, toast, and coffee. Evans stockpiled eggs for Star, who is Ringo Star, who had problems with the diet because of his past illnesses. Star recalled, quote, The food was impossible for me because I'm allergic to so many different things. I took two suitcases with me, one of clothes and one full of Heinz beans, unquote. After dinner, the musicians gathered on the roof of the Harrison's bungalow to talk and listen to the Ganges River. Sometimes they listened to records and played guitar or sitar. Although the weather was cool in February, it grew hot over the ensuing weeks. By mid-April, the Maharishi was planning to move the whole retreat to Kashmir at a higher and cooler altitude. The Beatles' approach to meditation was marked by a friendly competitiveness among the band members. Lennon was complimentary about Harrison's progress, saying, quote, the way George is going, he'll be flying a magic carpet by the time he's 40, unquote. Boyd recalls that she and Harrison each achieved an out-of-body experience through meditation, but that because of their individual practice disturbed the other, they decided to move into separate rooms. While Lennon was evangelical in his enthusiasm for Maharishi, according to his wife Cynthia, she was a little more skeptical. Cynthia later wrote that she loved being in India and had hoped she and Lennon would rediscover our lost closeness. To her disappointment, however, Lennon became increasingly cold and aloof. After two weeks, Lennon asked to sleep in a separate room, saying he could only meditate alone. He walked to the local post office every morning to check for Ono's almost daily (laughs) telegrams.
0: He was cheating on you the whole time. Yep. All righty. Now, Donovan taught Lennon a guitar finger-picking technique that McCartney partly mastered. Also, the technique was subsequently implemented by Lennon on the Beatles song, Julia and Dear Prudence. The latter was composed by Lennon to lure Prudence Pharaoh out of her intense meditation. Lennon later said, quote, she'd been locked in for three weeks and was trying to reach God quicker than anyone else, end quote. The stay at the ashram turned out to be the group's most productive period for the songwriting. According to Lennon, he wrote some of the, quote, most miserable, quote, and some of the best songs while he was in Rishkesh. Now, Starr completed his first solo composition, Don't Pass Me By, which he had begun writing in 1963. While he also wrote several new songs in Rishikesh, Harrison complained that more time should be spent on meditating. When McCartney discussed his vision for an album containing the songs that they had amassed so far, Harrison replied, quote, we're not fucking here to do the next album. We are here to meditate, and quote. In Donovan's recollection, when not meditating, McCartney was rarely without his guitar and kept the Beatles' party entertained with a parody of songs such as Rocky Raccoon and Back in the USSR. But he was not totally convinced about TM. Many of the Beatles' new songs were inspired by nature and reflected the simplicity of their surroundings, in this way they contrasted markedly with the band's psychedelic work over the previous year although few of them were overly reflective of the tm experience lennon's child of nature and mccartney's mother's nature's son were both inspired by one of the maharishi's lectures
1: in late february the maharishi arranged for a group photo of all the students The Maharishi began preparing for the shot early one morning and approached the task as if the director on a set. Instructing his assistants, he oversaw the assembly of a platform of risers, the precise placement of flowers and potted plants in the front of the raised stage, and the seating allocation for each of the students from his hand-drawn diagram. The students were then called down to take their allocated seat. Surrounding the Maharishi, each member was dressed in a traditional Indian attire and adorned with a marigold garland of orange. The Maharishi had the Beatles positioned in the center of the set. The Maharishi encouraged his students to present their best cosmic smiles to the camera. In 2009, the Hindu described the result as one of the most iconic photographs in the history of rock and roll. An aviation company owner and patron of the Maharishi's Kirshi Kambada flew two helicopters to Rishikesh to take the Maharishi and his guests for rides. McCartney recalled that he asked Lennon why he was so eager to be the one to go with the Maharishi on his helicopter ride. And that Lennon replied, I thought he might slip the answer.
0: Mm, Now, McCarthy and Starr told Leaf from the Saturday Evening Post that they had each experienced the benefits of meditation, but the band's trip to India was more of a support for George's thing. Starr's wife had strong aversions to insects, while McCartney's recalled that Maureen was once, quote, trapped in her room because there was a fly over the door, end quote. I
1: don't think it was just a small little fly.
0: Either or. (laughs) You're in the jungle. Yeah, pretty much. Deal. Sounds like first world problems. Spiders, mosquitoes, and flies were present at the ashram, and when Star complained to the Maharishi, he was told, quote, For people traveling in the realm of pure consciousness, flies no longer matter very much. Ooh! <laughs> shots fired! Take that, rich lady. Star said in reply, yes, but that doesn't zap the flies, does it? And quote. Good comeback. Star disliked the food, and he and Maureen missed their children. The couple left India on March 1st and on their return to the UK. Star was keen to avoid the impressions that he was no longer interested in TM. He told reporters, quote, The Academy is a great place, and I enjoyed it a lot. I still meditate every day for half an hour in the morning and a half an hour in the evening, and I think I'm a better person for it. If everyone in the world started meditating, the world would be a much happier place. Now, McCartney and Asher departed in mid and late March, According to Cook de Herrera's account, McCartney had arranged to get back into London to supervise Apple Corps, and Asher had the theatrical commitment. As he left, he told Cook de Herrera, quote, I'm a new man, according to what he told Latham. However, McCartney was uncomfortable with the Maharishi's flattery, particularly his calling the Beatles, quote, the blessed leaders of the world's youth, end quote. And he found himself lost in the Maharishi's more elaborate discussions. Now Jane Asher had no interest in meditation. She was eager to visit the Taj Mahal with McCartney. McCartney later said that his intention has always been to stay for only a month. And that he knew he risked accusations from the bandmates if it was not sincere about meditation.
1: Mia Farrow departed to begin work on a new film in London where she arrived on March 8th. Described by author Jonathan Gould as restless, she had left the ashram before to visit Goa and then returned. In her 1997 autobiography, Farrow recalls that she felt overwhelmed by the Maharishi's attention to her, which included private sessions, gifts of mangoes, and a birthday party where he gave her a paper crown. Mike Love left the retreat on March 15th, having stayed just over two weeks due to his tour commitments with the Beach Boys, but would complete his TM instructor course in 1972. Donovan departed because he recognized that he had a mission in music and sought to convey the Maharishi's teaching in that way. According to author Jonathan Gould, Lennon and Harrison viewed their bandmates' departure as an example of McCartney and Starr once again balking on the path to higher consciousness. Mm. Just as the pair, particularly McCartney, had earlier held out before joining them in their LSD experimentation. Mm. While Harrison and Lennon remained steadfast in their devotion to meditation, some members of the Beatles circle continued to be distrustful of the Maharishi's hold on them. Beatles aide Neil Aspinall was surprised when he realized that the Maharishi was a sophisticated negotiator, knowing more than the average person about financial percentages. Hmm. Longtime assistant Mal Evans told Paul Saltzman that the Maharishi wanted the band to deposit up to 25% of their next album's profits into his Swiss bank account as a tithe, to which Lennon replied, quote, over my dead body," unquote.
0: Interesting. A Swiss bank account, hmm. Interesting indeed. Now, Alex Mardaz, a friend of the Beatles who recommended the Maharishi to them, arrived after McCartney had left. He pointed to the luxury of the facility and the business acumen of the Maharishi and asked Lennon why the Maharishi always had an accountant by (laughs) his side. Mardas also derided the characters of the non-celebrity meditators and was highly critical of the way the Beatles had been assembled for the, quote, class photo, end quote, and the promotion of the Maharishi's movement. In an attempt to silence his criticism, according to Mardaz, the Maharishi offered him money to build a high-powered radio station. Lennon later told his wife that he felt that the Maharishi had to, in her words, too much interest in public recognition, celebrities, and money, end quote, for a spiritual man. Ooh, and on that note, we're putting this on pause.
1: Yes, we're going to divide this up. Into two spots, two yes. two different episodes. Yes,
0: I do find it funny that uh, even Lennon, who enjoys TM, sees the BS.
1: Oh yes, he does.
0: Because it's his money too,
1: <laughs> right? And you know, it's interesting how they all came at different times, and and you know, obviously George Harrison was the one that was really, really, really into it, right? And we'll find out more next time yes. about some other si- things. Yes. But it kind of just kind of shows that he was using celebrity
0: mm. as
1: to promote his um, his organization, which happens all the time nowadays, too. Mm,
0: interesting. I see Is smelling like something else that... Is in Los Angeles. Anyway. Yes. On that note, we hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything that you do for us. Reach out to us. Let us know. Give us likes. Subscribe. Do everything you have to do. (laughs) Listen to us on all podcast formats. And on that note, good night, Holly.
1: Good night, Carl.